There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It's Tuesday, June 14th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litterst, and right now you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today we're talking about water bottles. Seemingly very straightforward thing, literally as plain as it gets. But in recent years, that simplicity has proven to be an opportunity. And we've entered really a golden age for creativity in the space. We've also got a taste test that we're doing live. A lot of other funny stuff too, and we'll get to that shortly. But before we get to that, here are a few things you should know happening in the world of business and tech. Let's get crack-a-lacking. Rob, what have you been looking at? I have been looking at... Disney Plus, which it seems has a bit of a cricket problem or Mm. kind of a looming subscriber churn problem. If you've been watching the news about streaming in general over the last few years, it feels like Disney Plus has enjoyed like a pretty positive narrative, right? Like everybody's kind of talking Mm -hmm. about how they're chipping away at Netflix and, you know, they're really kind of like the up and coming challenger that's probably going to be there until the end with Netflix and and look really solid. What people don't know is that roughly 36% of Disney Plus subscribers are subscribed to their Indian streaming service, which Mm. is called Disney Plus Hotstar. And the interesting thing about Hotstar is it's not really anchored around Disney classics in the same way like you would expect kind of like American subscribers to be coming for Pixar or for Lion King or like even the Marvel universe that's been popping off over the last few years. Disney Plus Hotstar is anchored by the Indian Premier League cricket. Streaming services have had a really hard time breaking into India, right? It's kind of this notorious geographical region for streaming services because the price sensitivity is extremely low. Netflix went in with these grand plans, I think, five years ago, and they've Mm -hmm. barely made a dent. And Disney has been viewed as kind of a success story out there. But a lot of it is because they own these rights to professional cricket. Listen to this, JC. So the typical Disney Plus subscriber outside of India pays, on average, $6.32 to $6.35 per month, right? Okay. The average Disney Plus Hotstar subscriber in India pays 76 cents per month. Yeah, it's a different world. Completely different world. It's about an eighth of their average subscriber cost. Right. So the big news here for Disney is their agreement is up at the end of 2022. So they signed a five-year agreement back in 2018. It's coming to an end. And Viacom 18, which is a joint venture between Paramount Global, Reliance Mm -hmm. Industries, and Body Systems in India, purchased the 2023 to 2027 streaming rights for $2.6 billion yesterday. Okay, so Disney's going to lose some subscribers. Exactly, exactly. Some analysts predict that losing the rights to the Indian Premier League could result in 20 million to 30 million subscribers churning. I have a feeling Bob Chapek is sweating right now. <laughs> I know, it's kind of crazy. I mean, like the, the only silver lining is that you're going to balance out. But at the end of the day, like how much are analysts and investors going to care about that when it's kind of taking down that top line subscriber number? It could be a rocky time for Disney in the next few months. It could be, yeah. JC, what have you been diving into? So I was following this company, Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon, you may have heard of it, is a maker for healthy cereals that are supposed to taste good. 
be like sugar cereals without sugar for adults kind of. Is yeah, they have kind of like a keto vibe, right? Like it's more protein heavy, low sugar, all that good stuff. They secured $85 million in Series B venture funding. And they also just, I believe yesterday, started offering three flavors of their cereals in Target stores for the first time. They were just selling stuff online beforehand. They have a bunch of celebrity investors like Shakira, Russell Westbrook, Halsey, Chainsmokers, Amy Schumer, Odell Beckham Jr., Nas. I would have loved to have been in a meeting where they were all talking cereal. Serious. That ever happened. (laughs) But, you know, one of their slogans is, why did we grow up but our cereal didn't? I love that. I like that. And I actually write before this, right, we were talking, I ran over, I didn't run, I went on my scooter over to Target yes. and picked up two boxes of Magic Spoon cereal that I'm going to taste right now. We're going to do a little taste test. Let's go. What flavors did you get? In there. So yeah, I got fruity and I got cocoa. Love it. And look is good. We're pouring in the milk now. Okay. I'm going to taste. I have different bowls and different spoons so we don't, uh, you know, contaminate. <laughs> All right. The fruity, I'm going to rate texture, taste, and price. Perfect. I love <laughs> the this. texture... Very good texture. Okay. Taste. Tastes like Fruit Loops. Uh-huh. Looks like Fruit Loops, but it tastes like Fruit Loops, but a little lighter without as much sweetness. Okay. We're moving into cocoa. Same with cocoa. Tastes like any other cocoa cereal, just not as much flavor. All right. Texture, very good. I'm going to give a 4-3 on texture. Out of 5? Uh, No. <laughs> We're going to go 2-9 on taste. Okay. And price, by the way, was a little out of control. How much was it per box? On the shelf, it said it was like six fifty or something like that. But then when I paid, it was like nine ninety nine a box. I don't what? know if that was like a first day at Target. Something in their system was messed up. But I didn't have time to double check because I had to get back to do this. Right, right. <laughs> so, so I paid nine ninety nine a box. That is a premium on your cereal. <laughs> How about that? That's actually so funny you say that, JC, because they've traditionally been a D2C company. You know, buying cereal directly from a website without seeing any comps for prices is one thing compared to seeing them on the same shelf as other cereals. I know some cereals are kind of moving into the protein type or kind of healthier cereal space. I wonder how how well they'll do in actual brick and mortar just with that kind of price comparison. I will say it's not bad. It tastes better than every other healthy cereal I have. Yeah, I mean, I would say that's that's pretty high mark. Anyways, in other news, as they say, not sure who they are, by the way, but I'm sure they do say it. You can't spell crypto without cry. Bitcoin prices dropped to below $23,000, its lowest point since 2020 amid a market-wide drop. The S&P 500 tumbled also nearly 4% to a new low for the year. This one hurts for the crypto holders, but if you're a HFL, a hodler for life, I guess there's nothing to worry about, right? Except those at BlockFi, the Peter Thiel-backed crypto lending startup, which just cut 20% of its 850-person staff. So a lot going on in the crypto space, not a lot of positive stuff. But Amazon said its Prime Air drone division will begin delivering packages via drone later this year to customers in Lockwood, California, who will be among the first to get access to the program. And of course, some very googly news out of Google. Google placed one of its engineers, Blake Lemoyne, on administrative leave for allegedly breaking confidentiality practices after he spoke out about his belief that the company's AI chatbot system had achieved human-level sentience. LeMoyne works for Google's Responsible AI organization and was testing whether program had any discriminatory language or hate speech biases. All right, I think it's time to discuss water. What do you say? By the way, I almost started this piece with a water joke, but wasn't sure if you were a fan of dry humor, Rob. (laughs) So it may seem like there's not much left to innovate when it comes to something as straightforward as water bottles, right? The last innovation I can remember was when like Poland Spring updated its caps to be smaller, use less plastic. Yes. In recent years, we've really entered a golden age for creativity in the water bottle space. So first, I want to talk about death. I want to talk about this company, Liquid 
death. Nice. Which is truly a hilarious business. The company sells water in cans that look like 16-ounce beers. Right. Branded with slogans like murder your thirst. <laughs> Very good branding. Like A-plus on the branding Liquid Death has raised $130.6 million in venture funding, which may sound odd, right? They sell mountain water, not software. The reason is because Liquid Death is a lot like Red Bull. It's about the brand. It's about the media. It's about the stunts. And those stunts for Liquid Death include things like cutie paludis, which are these $75 stuffed animals they made (laughs) that they say have been mutilated by single-use plastic. So they're like cute stuffed animals that look like their guts have spilled out and everything. Super viral, super creative. They also made this ad I saw. It's with kids and it has this rock song going behind. The lyrics are just breaking the law, breaking the law. And it shows kids drinking these, you know, tall cans of liquid death, which is water, but it looks like they're just partying and drinking beer, you know, on a game day. Wow. It's a great commercial. So you have companies like that, and then you have other companies who have just reinvented the bottle model. For instance, free water sells water bottle labels as ad space, and then gives the bottles away to people for free. That's their business model. I've heard about that. That's genius. Brands can distribute them on their own or pay free water to do it for them. And in the future, the company plans to use the same playbook for all other kinds of product lines, not just water bottles. And last year, they gave away 32,000 bottles, earning 30 cents each. 10 cents of that they give away to charity for each bottle. So, wow. And in 2021, they expect to distribute between 250,000 and 1 million bottles. Jeez. Yeah, very creative stuff going on in the water industry. So, JC, that brings up a question for me. So, ha- do you drink liquid death or do you drink free water or do you drink water in a completely different way? So, free water, I think it might only be available in Austin as of yet, right? Because they're really handing it out. They have a TikTok where they show. Gotcha. They go viral out. They're handing out. People are confused. People are scared when you give them free stuff. Right. They're not used to that. Someone hands you a bottle of water, they're like, what's wrong with this water? Right, right. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why so are you giving me this? They're yeah. not used to that. Liquid Death I've purchased just to try. Uh-huh. And I can tell you this, it tastes like water. There you go. <laughs> hey, that's really all you can ask. Do you have like a go-to water bottle? Do you use like a Yeti or anything like that? Oh, no, I'm not one of those. You know what turned me off from metal water bottles? When I was sitting in lecture halls in college and... It'd be dead silent. Everyone's falling asleep and someone's bottle would get knocked off their desk, hit the hard ground and oh my it'd be like goodness. a nuclear blast that went off so loud. Gives you a heart attack. <laughs> so loud. I used to do a lot of hot yoga uh, and that would happen oh, in yeah. yoga and you're basically going there to like calm down and settle yeah. down and then out of nowhere to use your parlance, you know, a bomb <laughs> goes off and you're, it's very unzen. It's very unzen. <laughs> but I support the movement for carrying around water bottles, drinking totally. more water. Very healthy. I definitely don't drink enough. And it's like 85 degrees now in Boston. So maybe I should start. Stay hydrated, <laughs> man. And bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today, folks. As always, thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. If you liked what you heard today, we've got a lot more tech and business coverage over at thehustle.co. Just interviewed Ray Dalio. Go check it out. And see you tomorrow.